Let's just pray. Father, we thank you for this time of sharing your word, and I declare that as we share your word, it shall be about your glory and about, about lifting us up and edifying us to, to be people that you can use and, 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 and give glory to the earth through us, my Father, because you say the kingdom shall come on earth as it is in heaven, O oh Lord, because you've got lords and kings that are walking the earth, my Father. You've got people that are your image, my Father, that are walking the earth, people you bless, people you've assigned to the earth to reign it and, and rule over it and speak to it with power and, and, and take over territories, my Father. And, and tonight, we, this morning, we pray, Lord, that you anoint us with, with the spirit to understand this, Father, that we have a purpose that we're going to fulfill because you're God that is on our side. We think that as we share this word, my Father, it is for you and you alone, my Father, and it is about your glory, not about man, Lord, that we understand, Lord, that this word comes out of my mouth and sits in the heart, my Lord, and people understand, and I understand what the word is saying, that we come out here, Father, fulfilled with what we've had the word saying to us. We thank you, Lord, for this time, and I give you all the honor and the glory for all that, that you're about to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's... Um, We, we, we're moving in seasons and, and things are happening to us and, and a lot of people are going through a lot of things and people are losing their jobs and, and things are so difficult. There's a shift in the life we used to live and the life we're living now and, and things are quite different from what they were before. Time is no longer our time. We're limited with time because of certain issues and and things, and we can't be free anymore because we're always in our masks and, and everything has changed, and it's another life that we're living in. But we have to accept and understand that in life there's always going to be changes, and life is, life is never going to be the same all the time. Life is always going to have changes. So <coughs> I want us to talk this morning about a season for insight and good judgment. God says that my people must have insight and good judgment. Because without those qualities, you might miss and you must get lost in the, in the, in the traffic that is happening now, in, 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 the, in the confusion that is running now. You've got to understand who you are. You've got to know yourself. It is time that you understand that you're going to think and make the right decisions in your life. You're going to do the right things at the right time and be at the right place. It is the time that you understand that God has given you a life. Say, I have a life. I wanted to remind you that, that the, the, this life that you have today is not guaranteed tomorrow. This life that you live today is not guaranteed tomorrow. And, and some people have to catch a wake-up call. Because most people are sleeping. Sleeping in their life. Until they lose their life. Without doing nothing. Many people are procrastinating about tomorrow. And yet you have to understand who you are to be able to start your tomorrow now. Tell your neighbor, say I'm going somewhere. In this season, I'm going somewhere. Say with faith, say I'm going somewhere. 
I want you to understand that everybody who's succeeded in life, and everybody who's really succeeded in life, even the musicians, the footballers, the, the, the sports people, the, the, the comedians, the actors, anyone who's really succeeded in life is that person who's looked at themselves and decided who they are and ran with that who they are and believed in who they are and made who they are become who they are. Everyone who succeeded has made a choice about life. Everyone who succeeded has made a choice about life. It just won't happen. It just won't happen when you wake up sleeping. It just won't happen when you think somebody is going to do it for you. It just won't happen because God has given you an assignment. It's your life. Tell your neighbor, say it's my life. Say it with pride, say it's my life. Say it again, say it's my life. Do you understand what life is? Now, an effective life is rooted in understanding the person we are or you are and the person we need to become for our lives to thrive. Do you understand the person you need to become for your life to move forward? Do you? Do you understand the person you need to, to, to be now, the changes you need to have now so that you move forward? Do you understand the things you have to conquer so you can strive? Things to conquer about yourself first. Hello? Say I'm going forward. Say it again. Say I'm going forward. See, unless you tell yourself the truth, you'll never move forward. Unless you tell yourself the truth, you'll never do the right thing. If you continue lying to yourself, it's a pity because you're lying only to yourself. And when you lie to yourself, you never move. You never move. When you lie to yourself, you never change. When, when you lie to yourself, you, you stay in the same place. Understand yourself. Say, I understand myself. Say, I understand myself. Say, say that I understand myself. Do you? Do you? <laughs> we, we're such complicated specimens of ourselves. And I tell you, we're so complicated, we don't even know ourselves. We're so complicated, we don't even understand ourselves. We're so complicated, we don't even understand why we do some things this way and that way. Why we're always in the same emotion. <laughs> We don't understand why we keep on doing the same thing all over again. That blocks us. We don't understand why we keep on making the same mistake. And, and, and husbands who promise their wives that I'll never lay a hand on you. And you find a man hitting a woman and, and saying I won't do it again. But they do it again. How, 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 how we never want to change. How we keep speaking and saying, but not understanding who we are. And, and this morning, I want to say something that might maybe help me and you to understand that you need to know and understand yourself. You, you stop playing games with yourself. Stop wasting your time. 
Stop playing games with yourself. Use your time. Use, be where you want to be. Be where you are happy to be. Be, be do what you want to do. Don't do things for people. Do it because it suits you and you know why you're doing it. Because it's going to have a result that blesses you. Know yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Stop, stop being a number amongst people. Find yourself and live your life. This life is not a rehearsal. You're living it right now. And God has given you grace. 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 Grace in your life. You're writing a testimony. And, and we shall read your testimony. You're writing a testimony and we shall read your testimony. The question is, what are you writing? What are we going to read? Now, making us, we have to make ourselves aware of our strengths and our weaknesses, our habits and our blind spots. You, you, you must know yourself because you want to polish yourself. The blind spot, what's your blind spot? The, that spot that just always pops up and, and, and messes up everything. The blind spot. That sport that always just messes up everything. When, when, when you're trying to run the race the right way, that blind spot just pops up and you mess up everything. And let me give you an example of, of my blind spot. My, my blind spot was, which, was, which I had, is, see, see, some of you don't even know that where we're coming from, Beslala Corner. Where we're coming from, Beslala corner before it. Where I'm coming from, it was buckles of beer. Where I'm coming from, it was a man with a wallet in his back pocket with buckles of beer in front of him, with the family that is waiting for him at home, with the rent uh, 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 commitment that is waiting for him at home. But the buckles of beer will speak more. To me, than my responsibilities, my blind spot. And when I've done what I've done, enjoyed what I enjoy, when the day dawns, I'm in trouble. My blind spot, same thing every time, every weekend, every month, and same thing. I am so glad that Jesus could my life. Oh, he took my sins away. Oh, he took my sins away. Oh, I am so glad that Jesus took my sins away. He took my sins away. Oh, I am so glad that Jesus took my sins away. He took my sins away. He took my sins away. I am so glad that Jesus took my sins away. He took my sins away. When God said, I want you to know yourself. 
I want you to know yourself because you're going to waste your life. When I look back at my life, I, 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 I cry sometimes before God for the times I wasted without knowing God. I cry to God for, for the time I see I lost without him in my life because when he came in, understanding came. When he came in, I began to know myself. When he came in, he began to give me a place where I can compare myself, where I can speak and, 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 and judge myself and understand myself and, and see how he thinks about me and where he, want, where he wants me to go because that's what the Bible says. So that I understand myself so I can live my life understanding who I am and my purpose for my life. And this is what God is doing to you right now. God is speaking to you about your purpose in your life. And some people here, I'm telling you, just have to change that blind spot. Change that blind spot. Whatever it is, change that blind spot. That the same thing that keeps on rolling over and over again because you're going somewhere. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going somewhere. Say it again, say, I'm going somewhere. Hmm. We also need to understand our reaction to challenges we face. Some, some people, when they see challenges, they give up. It, challenges drain you. They do. They drain you. They just take the power out of you. You just find yourself saying, God, I don't need this right now. But guess what? It's there. It's there. The challenge is there. It's just there. So I, I was, I was, I was, I was amazed at, at Mr. Jela yesterday, because he, he came early in the morning, and, and he said, "I want to talk to you in the seat. Come." And when he came, he said, "Pastor, I'm confused. I, I, I my, 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 my." my my fam the wife, my wife's family, they say I must not tell her because she just has a baby. That that her brother has passed on. The mother said, Let's not tell her. But Pastor, I'm confused because because I, I know my wife and, and I know that if I don't tell her, it won't be right. But I, I have this obligation to to listen to the family that is telling me and to listen to myself and, and understand her. But I, I need to come to a point because this is my life and this is my wife and this is what is happening to us. But what can I do today? Because I need to know what I should do today. I need to understand how I should do today. I need to know. I, I'm searching for it. And, and I don't know how many people were involved. We, we called his mother. We, he called another pastor. We, we, to, to have one mindset to say, how are we going to do this? How, how is it going to be solved? And when we had made the conclusion, we went and did what we had to do. And it was done and it was glorious. At the time of, of, of crying, it was glorious. God had a hand in it. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Because when challenges come, how do you react? How do you react to your challenges? Do they make you cover yourself in a blanket? Or do you, are you a person who wants to find a solution? What is the attitude towards your challenges? Do you want to run away from them? Or you want to face them head on? Because if you don't face them head on, they'll always be there. So you've got to deal with them. You've got to deal with situations in your life. Because God has given you the ability to. You must know that. I want us to look at a scripture. In in the First Kings one, chapter one and verse, in, in First Kings chapter one, so First Kings thirteen verse eight. So, if 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 how many of you, hello, um, do you have friends? Do they listen to you when you speak to them? Sometimes, sometimes they don't. Have you ever felt inferior when you're trying to speak to people who don't think they can listen to you? People who think they know better than you, and even when you speak, they brush you off like you're nobody. Have you ever come across those situations? How does it feel when, when, when you are speaking and you're not noticed? When you're trying to say something and people take you for granted? See, when you know who you are, people are always going to listen to you. When you know, you must see somebody who knows who they are, people listen to them. When, 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 how can I say it? When somebody like Tiko Modise, football player, if, if he comes into Soweto and he puts youngsters around and he talks to them, they all gather, you'll find them coming from different ends to come and listen to him because he knows who he is and he's done who he is. He has influence. He has influence because he knows who he is. You'll never have influence if you don't know who you are. You'll never have influence if you don't do who you are. You never have influence if you don't have a way to show who you are. See, your, your friend Ephraim, your brother Ephraim, I don't know how you, you, one day we went into a shop, a music shop, and you know, you youngsters, how you want to show off when you get to music shops? You want to show the shop manager that you can. And the guys who are selling the instruments that you can. So there were many show-off guys. They will play the piano. It was on. And, and the manager was waiting and listening and hearing them play. And, 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 and everybody, he was saying to them, who else can play? Who, who else is a good player? And they all stepped up. Me, me, say. And, and, and they all play and play. And Ephraim never moved. He never moved. He never went there. He never went there. He knew who he was. He wasn't going to be amongst those. He knew he, he kept he kept aside because he knew who he was. When everybody had moved away, he said, when you prayed, all the managers came and stood around him. Listened to him play, watching his fingers. 
Because he knew who you are. When you know who you are, you have influence. What you do has influence because it is a positive baking because you know who you are. Do who you are. You have influence when you do who you are. So you, you, no matter people like Solomon that we're going to see right now wanted this gift of wisdom to understand things, to understand life, to understand situations. Because he had to know who he was. King Solomon. So let's look at it in 1 Kings 13 verse 8. But the man of God answered the king, even if you were to give me half of your possessions, I would not go with you, nor would I eat bread with you. Sorry. Verse 3. 1 Kings 3 verse 8. Yes. One Kings three verse eight. Sorry. God was asking Solomon. Solomon had just become a king. And God was asking Solomon. He said, "Solomon, what do you want?" Now, if if Solomon was being asked by God what he wanted, he, he could have wanted anything. If if God came to you now and said, "What do you want, Pastor Metem? What do you want? Yeah, anything, anything." What if God came to you this morning and said, What do you tell me what you want? Tell me what you want. I tell you, most of us will race to the bank side and, and see a bank account with many zeros because God can put as many zeros as He can. So that's where you run to. That's more, that's where most of us will run to. We'll think about money first. But, but. Solomon had to understand who he was. He had, he had to understand who he was because he wasn't going to be driven by a desire for, for, for money for himself. So let's look at the scripture. It says, your servant is here amongst the people you have chosen. So the first thing he realizes is that he is amongst people that God has chosen. Do you, do you understand that? He understands that he's talking to God. He says, your servant is here amongst the people you have chosen. What I notice around me is that I'm around people you have chosen. I'm around your people. That's one thing I have to respect first. I understand that. Then it says, a great people, too numerous to count or number. Verse 9. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people. Instead of, of anything, Lord, give me, I'm amongst your people, give me the, the discerning heart. Give me a heart that can discern. That's what I'm praying for. In the situation I'm in, give me the heart that can discern. In my life, give me a heart that can discern where I am amongst your people. Give me a heart that can discern. Who am I standing with? Who am I around? What are they doing to me? Are they supporting me? Are they working against me? Are they blocking me? Are they witches? Are they, are they people of God? Who are the people that you have chosen to be around me? 
The one thing I know, I should respect them. But give me a discerning heart that I can discern the people that I'm around. Hello? Give me a discerning heart, Jesus. I hope somebody's hearing me this morning. So, so, what we understand is that he is looking for insight, the ability of having insight and good judgment, the ability to have full comprehension of, of a situation, to understand a situation, to discern, to understand the situation. Mothers, fathers, to understand the situation. Your children are growing to understand the situation. Your, your children are, 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 are growing around you, but, but you have to discern and understand the situation. Uh, uh, youngsters, young youth, you've got friends around you. You've got to understand the people that are around you and discern the situation. Understand, have a comprehension of the whole situation. What is happening around you? If, if you join it, is it going to prosper you? If you join it, is it going to destroy you? Have you got a proper comprehension of what is happening around you? Okay. Have you got a proper comprehension of what is around, happening around college? Have you? Or, or, or you're trying to be somebody who's beloved in the campus by everybody. So you're just blowing with the wind. Or do you know where to stand? Because this is about your life. Because I understand my life. No matter where I am, I'll understand my life. So, 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 the full situation of being able to analyze where you are, like, like Solomon is asking God to say, I'm amongst your people, so give me a, a power to discern and, and, and judge your people correctly. So, in verse 10, In verse 10, God is answering him. And the Lord was pleased with Solomon for what he had asked for. And this, this, let's go to verse 11. So God said to him, since you've asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for, for, for the death of your enemies, but for a discerning in administering justice, but for discernment in administering justice, for you to, to be the right person, for you to be the right king, for you to be the right person around the people. This is what you've asked for, to understand the people around you, to have an understanding of the life you're living around the people around you so that you can have give them proper justice as a king. To, to have a discerning heart, to have a heart that understands, for you to understand yourself as a king and, and what you're there for. You did not ask for money, you did not want cars, you did not want stuff, you just wanted to, to have an understanding of the people that you are around. I tell you, when you want to grow, you must understand the people that are around you. 
When you, when you want to have a life, you must understand the people around you. You must understand your neighbor. You must understand your colleagues. You must understand, you must understand the people you work with. The people at work might not be the same people you have. You under, I mean, the understanding of the people at work might need to be different from the understanding of the people at church. You're going to learn to understand people in different areas of your life. People are different. Life is different. When you know yourself, you know what to do in different situations, different times. You know how to react in different situations. Some, some people are so emotional, <clears throat> so emotional that they can't, they, can't, they can't do the right thing at the right time. They, they, they're swept away by emotion. Marriages are breaking up because people are swept away by emotion. They do not know what to do at the right time. Some doors close for you because you do not know what to do at the right time. Some things don't happen in your life because you do not know what to do at the right time. But Solomon wanted to know what to do at the right time. So the, the thing was asking for please God and God said that because you ask for these things, I'll give them to you. So we understand that he wants to understand how he can be sympathetic with people, understand people. And, 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 and I'm saying this now at church that some of us need to know how to sympathize with other people's feelings. Some, some people need to understand how to live with, with other people. It's not about you when you're in other people's lives. It's not about you. God said he wants to be a leader myself first. It's not about you. When, when, when you meet people, it's not about you. It's about the people. Understand the people. Understand the people. Sometimes... We, 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 we do the wrong thing because we make things about us. And, 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 and I remember uh, um, um, some place where I went where there was uh, auditions for, 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 for music singers. And, and the, the guy walked in with an attitude uh, uh, at the door coming in. And, and he, he was the singer. <laughs> he walked in with the attitude. He was the singer. He, he was the man who knew how to do it. And, and they gave him the mic, and, 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 and you know how your musicians are. Me, I want to learn those things, five chord, what, what, and stuff. Yes, 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 E minor, yes, yes. And, and, and he started confidently. So he, he told himself he can. And, and, and they listened to him. And I saw the judges just writing down and keeping quiet. And as watching, I was, I spotted his attitude because he wanted to be seen. It was like he had arrived. This is what you're waiting for. I have come. And, and, and yet again, in the same auditorium, there was a small boy who was still at school. And he was shy. And they asked him, they say, you've also come to the auditions. And he, and he said, yes. They said, are you sure? He said, yes. They gave him the mic, and you could see he was shivering. 
The judges said, take it easy, breathe in and, and whatever. What came out from his voice was amazing. Why? Because, because he, he knew himself. He knew he could do it, but it wasn't up there. He knew he was doing it for himself, not for the people. He knew himself. If, if you want to serve below, don't be high. If you want to understand, zoom lower. Then you will see better than when you are above. When you come with an above attitude, you don't see nothing. Watch people come in. See who they are. See where you are. See what you have to do where you are. Don't just rush it in. So, so Solomon wanted to understand those things. See, my message was too long. We, we cried too much in the morning. But I'm going to just cut it short so we can finish. So God understood things about Solomon. Solomon was not selfish. He was not moved by people. And he had a desire of understanding how to discern justice. That's what he wanted for, for the people who was in. That's what he asked for. He didn't ask for money. He didn't ask for anything. And God realized that. So these are the things that Solomon is asking amongst the people. Not to be selfish. Wow. Not to be selfish. It's not about me. It's not about me being the king and having money. It's about the people that you have chosen. It's about the people that you've chosen. What attitudes do we have when we come to church about the people we're going to meet in church? Do you want to look better than them? So, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, women. But there's, there's this thing I always see that, that when there's a function, there's going to be a new dress. You know that, Pastor? You know that one? You've gone there to the shops. There's a wedding. You, you must go. You, you must go. You must go. You must go. You must go. Pastor Tio, I'm not going. I don't have a dress to wear. I can't go. At, when you open the cupboard, there are dresses. But there's got to be that dress. And the thing is that that dress is used for that one occasion. And it's old. It's old. It's old. So, so I've, seen, I've seen some women with attitude. So they'll put on, I don't know the design labels, but this belt with a G or two Gs or something. I don't Right? Gucci. Yeah. And the bag that matches it somehow, the big belt and, and the walk. Yo, I want to lay walk. It's like, look at who I am. And my friend at the gym says, Pastor, it's so sad because it's all plastic. Plastic, 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 plastic. When you take out the plastic, what do you find? Plastic. 
So, so, so don't be who you are not. Don't be who you are not. Be who you are. When you are who you are, you are comfortable. I'm not saying it's wrong to buy the things you can afford to buy. Buy them if you can afford them. But don't do it for the sake of being seen. Because it's not you they are seeing. But when you know yourself, when you know yourself, I've seen women with millions driving a Cooper. Me, billions driving a, a Yaris. And they'll and the come and sit at the back of the church. But I've seen women with 10,000 and with the Gucci labels wanting to sit in the front because you've got to see me, man. Go to see me. So, do you know who you are in this society? Do you know who you are in this community? Do you know who you are? What's, what are you amongst the people that God has chosen? Who are you amongst the people God has chosen? What's your purpose? Where do you fly most? What do you do best that is you? So in, in verse 12, God says, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will be never be anyone like you. No, there will ever be like you anymore. It was, it was like he was talking about the kingship. And God was saying there will never be a king like you ever. Because I, I'm going to give you two things. I, I'm going to give you a wise and discerning heart. That would Discerning means understanding. I'm going to give you a wise heart and I'm going to give you an understanding heart. I'm going to make you a person who is wise. I'm going to make you a person who understands. Say understand. There's nothing you can do when you don't understand it. There's nothing you can do. Zueli, take that guitar. Give it to Pastor Princess. Pastor Princess, play us something. There's nothing you can do when you don't understand it. There's nothing you can do when you don't understand it. You can't love a woman you don't understand. You can't speak to people you don't understand. You can't do a thing you don't understand. I'm going to give you an understanding heart so you understand life. You understand a situation. When you understand it, you can do it. Understanding heart, that's what I'm going to give you. And understand. I'm going to understand it. I'm going to understand why people do this at church. I'm going to understand why this person reacts like that. I'm going to understand why these things happen. I'm going to understand it. I'm going to be wise about it. Hello? Tell your, tell your neighbor, say neighbor, I understand. Say it again, say I understand. Say it again, say I understand. See, long time ago, me, Pastor Susan, can, can be my witness. 
when, when you do traffic things with me, there was always going to be war. That, that's how I was. Do something funny. I'll drive, turn around and follow you. And then I'll stop in front of you. And my wife will say, they'll shoot you one day. But when I'm in that mood, I just, I just don't care. I just, I just want to say, okay, why, why did you do that there? Why, why, why? Why did you just do that? And then when I would for you, and people show me a finger, yo, 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 yo. My wife would say, leave it. I say, no, no. Showing me a finger, me a finger. I'll follow them. And sometimes big guys will come out of the car. Big guys. And, and you want to try and change your attitude. Now, but, but you have to keep that main thing. Try and argue still. Why, why are you showing me a finger? And the person will tell you, it's okay. And, and my wife will say, leave it. It is so hard to understand. But when I learned to understand, when I learned to understand the other mind, to be able to say, that's your mind. It's not my mind. You, you point a finger at me, that's your choice. But I know that I'm not whatever you're saying with your finger. To learn to understand, just to learn to understand, to understand myself and understand the life I want to live. Wisdom and understanding to move forward. Cut off the blind sides. I think I'll, I'll, I'll speak about this again sometime and then I follow all our notes because I'm looking at our time and, and time is not on our side. But I want us to go quickly to, to 1 Kings 13.22. 1 Kings, well, sorry, 1 Kings 3 verse 22. Now, now Solomon, was, he prayed for wisdom because he knew he had to understand how to live with the people that God, that God chose. He asked for discernment. He asked for these things and God gave it to him. And, and this is why he needed it because life happens. Life happens. So, so in this instance, uh, um, life is happening and two women come to him. And these women uh, have... Both of them have children. And one of them sleeps on the child and the child dies at night. And then they wake up and they swap the children and, and she gives the dead one to the other woman and she takes the live one for herself. And, and when the other one wakes up, she realizes, no, this is not my baby. You've got my baby. And they start arguing and they're taken to the court of the king where Solomon was. And I'm not going to read it through, but I'm going to talk about it. And, and Solomon, Solomon looks at them. He looks at them. They're standing, both of them. The one child is gone, is dead. 
and it's not there. And, and they're fighting for this one baby who's alive. And, and, and Solomon can't tell who the mother is. Those days there was no DNA test. He can't tell who the mother is. And, and he's trying to understand who's the mother. And she says, I am. And the other one says, I am. And then suddenly he had to understand the situation. It didn't come from the woman, but a wisdom came into him. An understanding came to him. I believe when he looked at the women, the two women, he, he got to an understanding. A voice spoke to him and said, the real mother of this child would not want this child to die. It came into him and, 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 and he said, the wisdom came into him, understanding came into him and he said, I want to understand these two people that are standing in front of me here. I, I want to know who's the true mother. There's no DNA test here, so how can I know who's the true mother? Because both of them say the child is theirs. So, so let me test them this way. Let me let me find if if the one if the one who, whoever is the mother won't want this child to die. The one who's had that child dead already, the, 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 the suffering, the death of that child already. So so they will have emotions. And he says, okay, this is what I'm going to do. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to take this child and I'm going to cut it into half. You take the one half and you take the one half and the, and the case is dismissed. And, and the woman who was not the mother said, yes, yes, cut it, <laughs> cut it. Because now we're going to be the same. Cut it, <laughs> cut it. If, if mine is dead, yours has got to die too. Cut it. And the real mother said, no, king, do not kill the child. Give her. Let the child live. And, and, and the king could see that this is the true mother. Now, here's, here's the question. How, how do you judge situations around you? Have you got the power to understand and discern? Have got the power to make the right decision. Some of us don't even want to listen to our children when they speak because we've already made a decision for them. I've seen mothers wiling up with their children, especially when they get older. And, and you don't want to even listen to what they're saying because as long as you are the father, as long as you are the mother, they're going to do what you say. In my house. This is how... It's done. I don't want to understand your story. I don't want to understand what you're telling me. My wife, this is how we're going to do it. Don't tell me. I don't want to listen. I don't want to understand. And, and every time we have that attitude, we'll never make the right decisions. You'll never make the right decisions. Children who are growing now are different from the children that grow. In my, in my time of growing up, you could never ask my father, why? 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 You said what? You said why? What was that? You're saying why? Why? But now, take a small kid now, and you say, put that over there. They'll say, why? 
and we've come to another age where you could understand the age you're in. They're far more intelligent than we ever were. They can go online right now. Six years old. They can go online. They can do things you can't do on the phone. They, they can. It's, it's their world. It's the now time. Can you understand who you are bringing up? Can you bring them the right way? Can you see where God is taking them and you throw them in that direction? Are you crippling children or are you raising them up? Do you understand? Give me a spirit of discernment so I can understand the people I'm around. So, so when I sit with them, I listen to them, the little ones, and they talk, and, and I, I hear, and, and I get to understand. So one time, uh, Pastor Susan, she, she's, she's the master of feeding the grandchildren that don't eat when, when they know that the grandchildren don't need to send them to her. And, and when she sits them on the table, make sure they're going to eat. Finish your food. Eat your food. And you find them struggling to, to chew what they're being forced to eat. And, and they wish they could vanish or, or disappear because it's, 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 it's criminal offense that is happening around them at that time. That they're, being, they're being abused. Eat your food and finish. And, and I went to the same people and I said, what do you like eating? Me, it's this and that, and you. And, and then when I put it in front of them and say, eat. <laughs> Why? I have to understand. I have to understand. Don't force understand. Why are we failing to understand each other? Why are we failing to understand our children? Why are we failing to have the spirit of understanding? Understanding ourselves and the people who are around. Can we? Can we understand each other? Because when we do, we'll fellowship even much easier. Understand what you like, understand what you don't like. You understand what I like. You understand what I don't like. If we have understanding, we can go far. Me and Pastor Susan used to argue about toilet paper. The roll. How they put it this way or that way. How you pull it out. Rolling this way or rolling that way. Just that. She'll tell me why did you change it. So, so I learned to understand that, you know, when it comes to toilet things and stuff, it's not my, it's not my territory. I, I just use them. But, but everything is arranged. Can we just understand each other? Let us stand up.